I am Lucas Mack, and I'm on a mission to see the hurting get healed and the healed go out and heal others in order for all of us to experience the true love and light we desire. This podcast is me sharing my journey with you so you don't feel alone in your journey. Welcome to the Golden Rule Revolution. Hello, brothers and sisters, and welcome back to another episode of the Golden Rule Revolution. I am Lucas Mack, and welcome to the last week of March, flying into April. And there are so many events, news, headlines, world, just bizarre things around the world happening. And with all those things, anxiety can be at an all-time high. There's a lot of confusion about what's going to take place in the future. People want it to go back to normal, but in wanting it to go back to normal, forget that this very now moment is all we have guaranteed. And that's why I'm excited to bring back Cindy Edison from the teachings of Joseph. We get into another beautiful conversation and I've recorded a few with her and I will be rolling those out over the next couple of weeks. Um, she is such, she's just amazing. I feel like she's a friend of mine from a long journey ago. She's just amazing. And, uh, Cindy, thank you for coming on and everyone enjoy. Start uh, off. Big. We start I look off forward great. to this so much. Yeah. I, lo- I love it. It's so cool. Every time my wife hears our episode, she's like, she has such a beautiful voice. I'm like, oh, I know. I, I feel her. like it just carries, <laughs> it just carries. I love her. You know, I have to tell you a side story about that real quick, Mm. because I think other people experience this too. I never liked my voice. I was in advertising for a long time. I did a lot of voiceovers for tests and stuff. Never, you know, and um, a radio guy, uh, I was a media buyer at one time and a radio guy came in to see me from Chicago. And he said, he said, have you ever thought about doing radio? And that's all I've ever thought about. You know, I wanted to do that. Anyway, he was the only one in, God, 45 years that ever said that he liked my voice. So I always thought I had this horrible voice. Even some friends of mine, when I would, when I was just starting out with Joseph and I was doing these men, like it would be spontaneous and my friends would be there. And, you know, they all claimed to be spiritual at that time. Um, and they would say, the message is great, but your voice is terrible. Your tone is so horrible. And so I talked to Joseph about it so many times. How do I change it? What do I change it? And they kept saying, do not change anything. Yeah, not at all. That is- but I was so in that, in that space of being told, this is, you sound terrible. It's funny. So when they said, you start recording this stuff, I argued with them for a long time because my own impression or my own belief based on what other people told me who were out of alignment. Right. Right. (laughs) You know, I didn't know it then, but so people, oh my God, just be who you are. Holy crap. It's just, it's funny. uh, You're you're saying this thing. I have had this same experience because I was a reporter and I didn't have that tonight, you know, tonight. Yeah. Yeah. All practice that down toning and the intonation. I have a higher, I don't even know what, it, but I've, I was like, well, I don't fit in with all it's these so people. It's so authentic. Like, it's so authentic. That's why you didn't fit in. Oh my goodness. <laughs> they're so Hilarious. fake. I did. Yeah. The best thing that ever happened to me 
was from one of the meanest people I've ever been around. And it was my news director, my first station. And um, she would make people cry. She was just very angry and and a mean, mean person. But she told me to read out loud, uh, read a book every single day to. So because when I used to read the scripts, it sounded like I was reading versus just talking. Yeah, yeah. So I started reading the King James Bible out loud and that's what, and I was like, this is amazing. Like I could get the Fs and the E's and the V's and the thou's and it helped me with my, my yeah. tongue and cadence and speaking. And, um, wow. and then I left that world cause I don't want to be in that world anymore, but yeah, uh, the tough world it used to be yeah. really fun, but it's not anymore. Right. Right. Such a shame. All the creativity was sucked out of it. Yeah. Yeah, I, was a, I was a feature reporter and there was no, so I got, I was a feature reporter in the small market, got to do all the fun stuff live every morning. Just, I just a kick, just loads of stuff. And, um, people enjoyed it. I did music Mondays. I started my own segment. I had local musicians come and play and, and people could sit live at the coffee shop. So people, they were playing live for an audience transferred on air. People felt like I they were there. Really, really ah, cool. That's fantastic. And then I got that this job in San Antonio, one of the last feature jobs in the country. And then there was no other feature jobs. I came back to Seattle as a hard news, you know, hard news reporter, general assignment covering terrible things. And I was like, this. Yeah, terrible things. This sucks. I'm out of here. Yeah, I'm sure. I got to go. It's been fun, I gotta but I got to go. go. Yeah, man. Yeah, I know. You were talking about, um, you were talking about evil and it's not something that it turned, but. I was thinking this morning about inverted truths and like good is bad. Bad is good. Up is down. Down is up. Left is right. Right is left. Like we are living in the upside down world right now. And I was thinking about evil is the inversion of live L I V E or E V I L. And interesting. Isn't that fascinating? So what is evil? It's the opposite of, life it takes yeah. from versus giving and and then when you look at all this all this stuff that's happening and um it's it's so important now that we're aware of what's going on as hard as it is and as much as people like us and all of your audience uh we 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 hate to see it we just hate to see people treating each other like that yeah. But I, I, you know, from my perspective, I, I stayed away from it for a while because I didn't want to go there. And mm-hmm. then Joseph said, be aware of what's happening because this is the physical experience of this shift. Mm-hmm. And they said, so the choosing is huge. Now you must choose how you're going to experience the shift. Mm-hmm. And remember that as much light that is coming in right now, pouring in with this vibration, just pouring in as much light is coming in. It's exposing that much darkness. There's always balance, right? So the louder each side gets, they're in balance, but they're getting louder and louder and louder. So it's going like this and we're right here, you know, choose, are you going this way? You're going this way. Right. And of course, there's no judgment from that either, because eventually you will, you will shift to the love side Yes. when you start choosing for yourself, because we're all from the same place. Yes, that's right. It, um, 
it's interesting. I was thinking Q said six to 8% will never wake up. And I thought, I believe that. What does that serve? That serves some purpose or maybe their souls came in for this time to hold the space of not waking up. Well, yeah, I want to, I want to say, cause I've seen that too. And I want to say that I'm going to translate that into something that makes sense from a spiritual level. Mm. I think in this particular, we're like first waivers. This, this shift has been happening, of course, forever. That's yes. all we do is shift, Yes, you know, yes. but this is a big one for our aspect, yes. you know, where the lights are really shining on the human collective right now. Mm. You know, the universal lights, you know, it's like yeah. we're on stage. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> They're watching a movie too, you know? Yeah, that's right. That's right. So um, I derailed myself. What was I saying? Just talking about six to 8% from the spiritual oh, yeah. perspective. So from that perspective in this first wave, which is like the biggest wave, it's like when the tsunami first hits, mm. you know, it just bang. And then for a couple of days, it's calming down and calming down. And eventually it all ends up balanced. Mm. And through that, analogy we could say that that's really kind of happening now and so this first wave relates to the tsunami so we're in here pushing it forward our 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 vibration is moving the water you know watch the water yes that's right. it's moving the water and you know in my because it's all vibration yes. and so you know this is why joseph has been really stressing my word, never theirs, um, choice now choosing mm. and looking at everything. Remember we're leading our individual human aspects out of the gunk. Right. Right. I'm so fascinated by humanity. Like last night I was with a buddy and we went to this brewery and this brewery is full of big, strong, like big, strong farmers and loggers. And I'm on my way. How long will it take oh me to get there? Oh my gosh. And guess <laughs> my favorite what? guys. These guys are, they're just mammoth. They're the guys you want on your side. Yes. Right? And yeah. guess what? They're on our side. Yeah, they're and on. Our, of course. They're, yeah. And I looked at them Smart. and there was a few people that, you know, that were still abiding by the rules of, you know, the fear rules or whatever. And I thought it's so fascinating. Like this is what, and I have our last episode. I have no more anger in me from that. That was like oh, that. God, thank you for telling me that. Oh, cause I Way to go, man. Way so to expand. You expanded oh. <laughs> right out of that vibration. That's what it was great. Feeling it. It's like, yeah. okay, I got it. <laughs> and yet I can look now at that and I just don't understand. I still, and I, it's not for me to understand why they don't see. And this gets back to like awakening or not see, seeing. These mountain of men, and they are, these guys were giants. So one man, I'm 6'3", 240 right now. I need to be, I need to drop that down a little bit, but I'm not bad. Yeah, exactly. My grandmother just went like this. No. Ah, that's right. So I'm a big man. These guys were bigger than me. They're just huge, huge men, huge fingers, huge paws, just like, Big dude. Pause. And wow. I'm thinking, if I was, if I was a techie or someone that's a 
playing by the rules. And I would look at that guy. I would think. What does he know that I don't? Yes. And why is he the opposite side of, am I on his side or am I on the opposite side of him? And at the end of the day, like who wins that arm wrestling battle per se, or that challenge? Like it's a, it's a no brainer. I will. I can guarantee you that is not the challenge that the big guys. Yes, exactly. Right. Exactly. Right. And I was fascinated by that. I'm like, how come to the side of Liberty? And, Oh, I wanted to ask you, speaking of Liberty, I did a podcast yesterday and we were talking about freedom. Mm -hmm. And, and then I thought, well, Liberty seems to have a different connotation than freedom. Freedom becomes like, this people say freedom, but it's not free. <laughs> and it almost seems like a passive, like I want, I want to be free versus Liberty has some sort of quality that is very intentional. What do you think of that? Or is there anything? <laughs> well, how are you, how are you defining the word Liberty? Well, I only thought of it yesterday when the Bible says where the spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. And, and then why does it say there is not freedom? I don't know. There's just a, I'm going to look it up. What is it? And I thought maybe the conjunction liberty might be a conjunction of live birth and something like liberty. I don't know. This is how I think of words. And, and I sit and think like, what does that actually mean? Why do we say one, not the other? Why did Patrick Henry say, give me liberty or give me death? He didn't say, give me freedom or give me death. Okay. So here's, here's the definition of it. Um, the state of being free within society from oppressive restrictions imposed by authority on one's way of life, behavior, or political views. Hmm. So, that's diff- that's like a it sounds like a societal definition of freedom you know mm, yeah but freedom freedom if you believe that and i mean you collectively if you if you we if we believe that freedom comes at a cost then it takes it out of alignment because we are free we are we are mm, that's right the majority of our vibration is free yes more, some more for others, but so good. yeah. So that, so from the spirit, from the fifth dimensional perspective, you're already free. The okay. fact that remember Abraham says you are so free, you choose bondage. <laughs> That's so good. The first time I heard that, I, I, wow. I almost fell off my chair. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. wow. So true. So, so Liberty, I think falls in us in a, uh, a society of yeah. a group of, of something we're the free, but dimension. we are free within the society. We should be, but we're not because right. we live in the contrast. Yeah, that's fascinating. That's really good. Yeah. So it free, is. you choose bondage. That kind of slaps you in the face, you know? Yeah. Or so free, <laughs> choose bondage. We choose, we're, we're free to choose that, you know, there's no judgment. We choose whatever we want. Anyway, I want to finish talking about the six to 8%. Mm, yes. So the six to 8% in the first wave. Yeah. Eventually every single human aspect will move. Mm-hmm. You can't not move. There's no time frame. It's that domino thing again. There's no time frame, but every single one will move because we are all the, the consciousness of God. 
and God never sits still. Vibration never sits still. Right. It could just be, you know, you're either moving forward or you're at a red light, but you're mm-hmm. still running. Right. You know, right. you're just vibrating all the time. And we are in control of the momentum. Mm. You know, we're the ones that move the momentum through our focus. They said to me uh, just yesterday, I don't even remember what we were talking about. And they said, um, this is how I translate it because it was my, I don't want it to be out of context, but they said uh, the three steps of manifesta- manifestation is intention, focus, and expectation mm. or belief. You could, you yeah. could put belief yeah. in there. Right. But when you put belief in there, belief can, can be a little hmm. loose. It's loose. Water. It's loose. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. you can change your belief. Again, Abraham says a belief is just a thought you keep on thinking. Hmm. That's why we all have so many different beliefs because yeah. we believe what we're told usually. Yes. <laughs> yes. And belief so, is just a conjunction anyway. Be living in this thought. Like we, we're, we're experiencing or experimenting with thoughts. So we believe it. We're be living in that. And that's why we're the freedom to leave those beliefs and no one. So we can choose again. Yeah. Just offering more choosing, you know, when they come in and they say, we're, we're giving you the perspective of this. And so many people are fighting it. A lot of them aren't. A lot of people love their, it's so it's, it's easy. It's easy to love this message. And at first it hits you kind of hard and you go, that's confusing. But then after a while, when you see where they're coming from, that everything is based in vibration, it calms us down. Mm. It calms us down. You know, when when they say to us, don't think about it as, and this is going to be a long, this is a process of change, but don't think about it as love versus fear. You've set up a war now. You've set up a war. That's not what we're saying. We're saying, choose your experience, choose in or out of alignment. And this is what it means. Everything that is produced in contrast, which is, which is what led us to the whole uh, evil conversation this morning. They said everything that that's why I use evil. They use contrast. Everything that is produced and conjured in thought up and then acted out in the contrast manifests a contrasting situation or circumstance. It must, we're watching it. So they're saying, learn from what you're seeing, step back and look at what is producing what, what is producing what, what is the love side when two sides, because you guys set up the war, they didn't do it. Yeah. Right. Right. So now they're, they're starting to say, okay, you set yourself up for a war of course, because we're in the contrast and that's where war is. Mm. War doesn't exist in alignment. Right. So we, we are in this place where war is available for, and when I say war, I mean, everything that's not love. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Let's just say war because it's chaotic over there. Yeah. So we're in this space now where they're telling us you get to choose mm. just because it's happening. Doesn't mean you have to participate or live in that reality. When, when they say, sit back and enjoy the show, it's painful, but that's a 5D statement. Everything that is not love is illusion. You are watching something that's not real. 
And most of us know that. Yeah. Actually, a small group of a lot of people know that. Yeah. And so they're saying, look at it from the opportunity for humanity to expand. That's what we're doing. And part of that expansion, part of what's in that vibration that we get to expand into is this new perspective of choosing. Mm. So it takes the pressure off us just because all that shit's going on doesn't mean you have to do it. You don't have to do it. You don't have to even get in, but you don't even have to know about it. Yeah, that's right. Look at the Amish. Yeah, the Amish. (laughs) No, no COVID. No, nothing. Of course not. There's no TVs there. Right. There's no influence other than love there in their translation. They choose to live that way. And that's a benefit. Look at that. I was talking to some friends the other day and I said, is there any more homeless left in the earth? Like, yeah. Like, how is that possible? How is that possible? How is it possible that people with the least amount of hygiene available in their right. daily lives have not had any effect still that's there. Right. right. They're like, well, that's a good out point. in the fresh air. Imagine the fresh that. air. Yeah. I was like, there's a, that's a good point. I said, you should probably look into that a little bit. More. People don't listen. They don't listen. I saw a, a um, oh, I don't know if I want to get off into that vaccine thing. Mm. It's just so hot right now. Yeah. And I hate that. You know, it's hot in the contrast right now. I know, I know. And it just, I, I, it just. Anyway, let's talk about something people can use. <laughs> well, <laughs> I loved, I love, and this was big for me from our last episode is alignment and expansion. That's all I was like, okay. That's all it is. It takes the focus away of the contrast and it just keeps the eyes forward. And well, it, it puts like it that, in a different perspective. Yeah, it does. It does. It's like, um there's all these verses in the Bible. It's like thy word is a lamp into my feet and a light into my path. Well, if that's the case, I'm not looking to the sides. I'm not looking back at someone else disagree in disagreement. I'm just moving forward. And that was the reminder, like, okay, expansion alignment, just keep moving forward. Yeah. I don't have to prove anything to anyone. No, keep moving. And that's part of what's in that vibration. It's all about self-responsibility you know, self-awareness and self-responsibility. You know, I put out two, uh, I don't know if you saw them, uh, two quotes this morning. They're, they're starting this new thing, um, old paradigm teaching and then the new paradigm teaching underneath it. And this morning, I don't know if you saw it, but it said old paradigm teaching. I, I, have, I have lived, something like this, I have lived the wrath of God, exclamation point. And the new paradigm teaching is I have, oh God, I'm going to forget it. Um, I have experienced the perfect manifestations of my choices. Wow. <laughs> Feel the difference in those vibrations. Yes. It's huge. It Feel chills. the difference. Yeah. It gives me chills. And that was stirred off of uh, a, somebody I, I saw was doing a live and I just read what she was going to talk about all fear. And this was the next one. All, uh, I am a, a God-fearing Christian, and that makes my stomach hurt. Mm. So they said, so I said, okay, let's do this one. So the old paradigm teaching is, I am a God-fearing Christian. It's almost like to be proud, and of course they, they are, because that's what they're taught to be. Yeah. 
um, with an exclamation point. I am a God-fearing Christian. And the new paradigm teaching was or is um, I, am, I am an aspect of God and, an as- and God is the all of the universe. Mm. You can feel the vibrational shift just in those two statements. So that's what they're doing. They're saying those were worked well for when they were, they can, they are conjured in that vibration and they served you well. We are moving forward. We're moving into a new perspective and we don't get there with the old perspective because it's all fear. You know, you're locked out. We lock ourselves out. There's really no key, but we think there is. Right. We're choosing that bondage. It's so thinking there's a key it's it is I mean, is it sad in alignment and <laughs> expansion? Is it sad? No, but I can play with sadness when I know the intentions of these people. Like that that gal whoever posted, she's good intentioned. Of course. So and we know that. But it's and it, there and she's a teacher for many. Yes, and and the so growing up in Christianity and it says twice in the Bible, the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom and the knowledge of holy is understanding. And it doesn't say to fear God. It just says the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. And in church and Christianity, they say, Oh, it doesn't mean fear it means on reverence, but then there's words for on reverence in the Bible. So then my question was always, well, why didn't they say that on reverence is the beginning of wisdom? Well, and, oh, sorry. sorry go oh, ahead. Real quick. No, go. So I, I concluded that it really meant fear, but then it never felt right about fearing God. And I was studying with my rabbi friend a couple of years ago, Rabbi Brody. And I said, Rabbi, what's the Hebrew word? Is it fear? And he said, yeah, it's fear. And I said, then why do they teach on reverence? And he says, well, you know, when you understand and have off or God, it creates fear. I said, that, that doesn't make any sense. Why would they not say that? Cause the language, it's not like they were missing words in the Bible. It's not like there were a lack of language. There's a lot of words to describe all these things. And so I'm sitting there with him and I said, I got it. I understand it now. When was fear of the Lord beginning of wisdom written? It was written by, by Solomon and David, David and Solomon. But when were we commanded to love God with Moses and before whatever, and this is just in the context of the Bible. So I would never take chapter 12 and say that is chapter one of any book. I want to say, oh, I started at chapter 12. How is the book? I didn't get it. Why didn't you get it? Well, at chapter 12, when I started, I didn't understand the, the very end. It didn't make any sense. <laughs> and so we, this book is in an entirety. Love means to give. Ahava in Hebrew is to give. So without that verse of fear in God, I'm already in the context of to love God is to give, but to give it, the greatest act of giving is receiving. So it's in this inseparableness with God that God and I are in this. I'm in God. God is in me. We are one. Like Jesus said, I am, I am my father are one. He that abideth in me and I am him. The same bringeth forth much fruit for without me, God, you can do nothing like it without being in me. And so I realized the fullness of the love of God is to give and release all the fear. 
so that we can create the room to receive that love. And from receiving that love, we pour forth that love to every person. And that's the beginning of wisdom. It's not, we are to be afraid of God, but because we love God, we give God our fear. So there is no fear of God. There's just, do you want to let go of fear or do you want to hold on to fear? It's your choice. Or do you want to step into alignment? Or do you want to step into alignment? That's right. Yeah. You don't have to fear, fear God. God never said, fear me. It's not a commandment anywhere in the Bible. It says, fear me. Of course not. No. Um, And remember, remember, remember those people that translated that translated it from that vibration and from their own experiences. Yes. Doesn't mean they're wrong. They're absolutely right on target, but that doesn't mean that we haven't evolved in 2000 years. Of course we have, of course we have. Right. So you can't, you know, with a, and certainly standing in no, well, I want to say this before I say that. (laughs) Load me up. That's good. That's good. Um, When you say, uh, giving is loving. I'm saying yes. And vibrationally, because yes. God only understands vibration because God is the consciousness of everything. That's right. I could give in a low vibration, like here you go. And that, well, no, because it wouldn't, there's no vibrational agreement. So that's he right. would not take it. Oh, that's, so good. <laughs> <laughs> that's so good. Which many people are still like giving reluctantly and it's not in that high vibration. This is yeah. Still- yeah. I mean, if you're giving anything out of uh, obligation, you're out of alignment. That's not from the space of love. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. God doesn't want our money. God doesn't want, you know, this silver terrine we got sitting over there. I don't have one, but he doesn't want our material. He's they're talking about the loving vibration. God, the only thing I, you know, how we define God is the collective soul group of every of every universal being. Mm. wherever. So, so when, when God says, uh, and I'm going to put this all in my words, get into alignment, Cindy, get into alignment, get into alignment, be where we are, Mm. be where we are, be the physical aspect of us representing the true us of you. Mm. And that's living in pure love. So when you are giving that vibration out we can put it in your words. We're giving that we're emitting that vibration. We're yes. giving that to everybody we come in contact with. They said the other night, um, the most beneficial, this is my translation. I haven't said it yet. So bear with me. The most beneficial action that any human aspect can take is to focus on their own alignment selfishly. Because when you do that, you are focusing on the God consciousness of everybody. So if you and I, if we were the entire world and we are, and we're both standing in alignment, we have now walked into the new earth. New earth exists in that space and it's vibrational. And we create from that space in the physical. So we are all creating this next step. And so if we don't, excuse me, everybody, dump the shit that we've been dragging around for eons of years. You got to throw it away. You got to throw it in that dumpster because we've got to shift our perspective so we can walk forward. Mm. I mean, that's how we do it. We all will do it. And of course, you know, it's my tone. I'm kind of harsh. 
I can be kind of harsh, but it's all said with love. Yeah. Get rid of the crap. Yeah. It is our choice. It's our choice to make in every moment we are choosing. That's why Abraham says, if ha get happy, get happy, get happy, get happy, because you cannot be happy, authentically happy and out of alignment mm. doesn't happen. So it's creating those paths again. It's creating the pathways, you know? Okay. Pathways. This is interesting. I, last night I had this thought at one time on the earth. We walked on dirt. Then we began to walk on salt and the salt routes. Like Jesus said, you're the salt of the earth, um, but if the salt has lost its savor. It's good for nothing except to be trodden under the foot of man. Well, salt was how they created asphalt back in those days because it absorbed all the moisture and created a hard crust on the roadway. So people could travel on salt and salt was their version of pavement but where we're going we're told that the steep the streets are paved with gold so we have gone from dirt or dust to salt to gold and the transformation of energy transformation of pathways and yes and i just saw an article this morning that batteries are starting to use gold I saw that too yes is that not my so it's like okay our power source, everything. And then if that's what, then the wealth that we perceive as wealth is not, it's only now a resource of, it's not what we think we're entering in such a beautiful era, but path, you said pathway. And I've been thinking about roadways. Was but put, that in the, put that next to now the human evolution of walking. So if you look at, you know, we've got dirt, we got mud. This is just my trend. We got salt and water and all that stuff. And now we're walking forward onto gold. So you can look at the evolution of the human because we are always going to, and we always have created everything that we've experienced, mm. including the discovery of our technologies and science and all that stuff. And it cracks me up just knowing what I know now, just from what Joseph has told me uh, over the years, just like you, um, you know, knowing when somebody like uh, Brian Scott asked me, you know, will we ever be able to move as fast as the speed of light? Mm. And Joseph's response was, it depends on what you think the speed of light is. <laughs> that's so good. We think we know shit and we yeah. do. We know the stuff that's in our awareness. Yeah. And as we expand and move forward, then we know more stuff. We get to discover more stuff. We think there's only this many planets it's like this big. Right. Come on. That's right. <laughs> that is so fascinating. And, and there's something that's faster than light and that's gravity. And that's what yeah. Tesla figured out. That's why black holes don't emit light because the gravity is faster and stronger than the light. It can't escape. There's more momentum behind it. Yes. It's the momentum. We have to remember that everything in the universe that we think we know, um, that we've we've discovered so far, fascinating. It's it just blows my mind what what they and I don't know you know a smidgen of it, but um, it fascinates me to think of the vastness of the potential that we have of discovering. I mean, they say, you know, when we move into, think about 
creating from the availability in this new vibration yes. when we're when we're setting up this new earth yes. you know they told me um I was part of the uh, setup and landscape beauty design kind of mm. role for Telos mm. out in Mount Shasta. I went out there, boy, that place is gorgeous if you've never been. Beautiful, oh yeah. But uh, Telos, wow, that was a trip I took on. That was another timeline trip that was amazing. But they said, that's one reason why you're here now because that's that, you know, you get to, yeah. So we're all here to bring beauty yes. to this new earth because we are creators of beauty. All of us, mm. all of us are um, every human aspect. That's what we, that's what we do until we don't, until we mess it up. I say mess it up. That's a human thing. They don't say it that way. They say, that's right. what you're supposed to do. If you didn't mess up, Cindy, you couldn't choose something else. It's interesting. The, the earth, um, I was on another recording on someone else's show um, or a show that I'm, I'm doing with uh, a guy on Facebook, Aaron Scotty, beautiful, beautiful brother. And he, his friend, what I'm saying is he brought his friend on who has been living in the jungles of Brazil with these masters um, of this tribe and the masters come down and he's learned from them and he's become a master himself plants and healing and he already was uh he flew with tony robbins for nine years and was tony's like physical healer um and the guy is a bodybuilder he's a huge man he's a big strong warrior looking guy um and just a beautiful soul but he was saying that james cameron is filming the second avatar movie down there in brazil and the master one of the tribal masters gave the entire film crew um ceremony like led them in ceremony so that they would have wow. the consciousness of actual the plants and the jungle and the earth wow and now i'm wondering now you're saying this and like creating this new earth like what that movie will because that wow. movie i didn't watch it till 2020 i, I haven't didn't seen see it. it yet oh i yeah i never saw it. it was so big i usually when people think something's cool i'm like i don't want to me too it. i'm like so oh, you people guys. have said have you seen avatar i go no yeah. i'm really not in science fiction oh it's really not science like, yeah yeah i'll watch it i never right. did it it's actually incredibly there it's a beautiful premise about how beautiful the earth and gaia can be and and oh okay um, well maybe i'll watch it we're the worst of watching <laughs> I, I think i find it um uh, I mean, they're always going to get their twisted narratives in yeah, there, but the premise is beautiful. And, and, um, and I think what well, that's no accident that a new one's coming out and, yeah. and no one, yeah. you know, it's not like they're promoting, Oh, we sat with the masters of this tribe. I just happened to hear it from this guy. I'm like the timing of this are another shifting, another understanding. The domino. Yes. Yeah. One of the dominoes. It's amazing. And Jesus said, you, you'll say to this mountain, move here to there yeah so maybe yeah, because, <laughs> sorry no go ahead no, I don't know because in that you know when we're in that vibration when we expand to include that vibration into our awareness we expand to it right all of that stuff is there instant manifestation because there's no resistance that's what they mean when they say intend Focus, expect. expect. Intend, focus, expect. 
Mm. No wavering. You don't waver, you know. And in that space, we do know. We have this knowing in Mm. that space. So much good stuff is up there. I say up there, out there. It's all out there. Yeah. You know, it's really, I mean, it's, it's right there. And it's, it's, it's only sep- we separate ourselves from it by not choosing it. Mm. Yeah. It's really just a choice. Mm. It's a choice of experience. You know, everybody's going to experience it at some point. Um, but I look at, you know, sometimes I have problems. Like I have separated kind of myself from my friends. I only had a few friends. Yeah. Um, love them dearly. Can't be around them now. Yeah. I can't, you know, and I, and it's really bothered me. Um, and I've asked Joseph about it and, and they say, first of all, you have to pay attention to your own vibration, which is what you're doing, you know, because I feel like I have to conceal a part of myself. I'm putting myself in bondage so I can spend time with that. And so uncomfortable. So I've separated from it and I'm just moving forward. You know, I'm looking at it from that perspective, which is the guy in the, in the brewery, you know? Yes. Um, it's just an awareness level. Just, you know, you're in the fast lane. They're in a different lane. Everybody's in their own lane. Yeah. That's you right. know, eyes on your own paper and move forward. Figure it out for yourself and you end up, we all end up at the same place. What I want to tell the, cause I completely have done the same thing where I've, and I, and I love them no less, but just vibrationally can't be around certain yeah. And they're beautiful souls. There's no judgment on it. Just yeah, I can't. I know. I can't step into that. I can't engage with yep. it. It's yeah. Because it wants me to affirm them, and I can't affirm them. <laughs> That's what really what it is. It's like I can't affirm yeah, right there with you. Yeah. Your fear and your thoughts and all of your actions. <laughs> so I'm just gonna yeah. get, let you be right now. Um, I know. But I. Uh, I thought the other night. What I want to tell every single, all of us listening, myself, anything that I ever say, I'm saying it to me. I'm trying to figure this out. Like, what is the great equation? I always feel like there's some great, and I was talking to Rabbi Brody about this. Like, is there a great equation to life? And I've always seen things as equations, like this variable, if you twist this and you change this out. And I thought, what I want to tell every person who's still living in fear which by the way, the only reason they would live in fear, it's because they're listening to a fear narrative. Mm. And what I want to tell them is you to be truthful, have to say that you believe Anderson Cooper is equal to Moses himself. If you bend your will, your life, your conformity. Yeah. But that at that level, they can't hear you. I know, but isn't that fascinating though? Like you have to tell me Wolf Blitzer is equal to Jesus himself because you are obeying. You have to tell me Governor Cuomo or, or your, you know, any, you have to tell me these people it's, it's in your mind are equal to the greatest masters who have ever walked the earth because you are willing to obey them more than you are willing to obey the teachers of love and good standing. It's shocking. It's shocking, but that's the truth. And the truth, and that's where I think the weeping will come and the healing will come someday. It's like, wow, I really. Yeah. Well, their expansion certainly will come. We Mm. all, of course, we all, we all do. And that is the equation. 
Mm. Yeah, good, good catch. I said healing. You said expansion. That's right. I love it. I love it. I'm, I'm, I'm getting it. Yeah, their expansion will come in that when they. Well, you know, if you think, yes, always. Yeah. And if you think about just the two words, healing, expansion, healing is out of alignment, of course. Yeah. Understandably, because everything that causes the need for healing is out of alignment. So of course there, you know, it's just like fear falls under that thing, tuck it in there and throw that one in the pocket too, because the healing, although so many people say, you know, it's, I had a healing today or had, and I, and I, I don't say anything. Well, to you, I will, but I I try to catch people, but (laughs) people just hate it when I do it. But if you don't catch it, when you say it, you won't change it. Mm -hmm. You know, my sister years, years ago, I was, kind of, co- I, I coach her all the time. Poor thing. She puts up with me and she was in a, she, something had happened. I don't know. She got in a fight with some, not like a customer service people, we, people, we all, you know, it was horrible. It was a stupid situation and she was really mad. And I said, okay, let's use this situation. She goes, Cindy, not now. I'm not in the mood to think about it that way. And I said, well, if not now, when hmm. you have to catch yourself, you don't have to, you don't have to. Eventually you will. You'll just stop and say, I'm done. I, this is not who I am anymore. Or you, or you die. Or you, yes. Right? Yes. But I mean, eventually it ends. Yes. Yes. And you'll die out of alignment. Yes. Yeah. Alignment. You come back out of alignment. Yes. The physical is out of alignment. Yeah. So it's really, um, you know, it's all about alignment. It's all about alignment. Um, I saw some guys, I won't say his name because I didn't agree with how he was. We, we have different uh, perspectives of the message that we're teaching. Mm. And, um, and he was saying that he said, there's somebody out there and it was pretty timely. So I kind of think he was talking about me for other reasons than that too. But <laughs> he said, there's somebody out there that's saying alignment is everything. Alignment is everything. Well, you can't tell me that when you get stuck in traffic in the morning, you're in alignment and align- being in alignment can get you out of that traffic. That's ridiculous. That's not what, al- and was going on and just butchering the whole message. Mm-hmm. Cause he's, and, out- I, I, and I, I actually, I actually, what did you say? I said, cause he's out of alignment. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, that's, right. that's exactly right. So I literally did this. Do you hear this guy? Mm. And they said, <laughs> first he's out of alignment. And they said, Cindy, alignment is the space of creation. It's not the fit. The, it's not the place where you fix stuff. That's right. Alignment is the space of creation. You, which is why oh, Esther yeah. says, you know, Get into alignment, then make the phone call. Get into alignment, then get in your car and go somewhere. Get into alignment, then go to sleep. Get it, you know, line up, line up first. And then take your action because your action will be then from the space of alignment. And the manifestation too is then from alignment. That's right. You know, Victor Frankel in his book, Man's Search for Meaning, he said, in the space between stim or in between stimulus and response, there is a space, and within that space resides our power to choose. Yes, like yes. so. Even if you're stuck in traffic, so what? You're so still, what? You can still choose. You're telling me that those pr- slaves in concentration camps still couldn't choose mental freedom or alignment. Like yes. that was his whole book: is you can never be a slave. Right in love you're always i mean that you're always free you're always free you're always free you are freedom you are freedom 
Yeah, I love that. I really do. I love freedom that. is in alignment because fear is a choice. So you're always free to choose nothing. And I do. This is really good because nothing can supersede the law of free will. Therefore, we are always free because it's free will. We're always free. It's just we dip right. down into these lower vibrations. We choose it. Yes, we choose it. I think our free will is, and I think this is what they told me, um, our free will is in our choosing, our ability to choose. Look what Viktor Frankl did. What an amazing, amazing teacher. Amazing. Uh, And look at that experience. Yeah, look at that experience. So I want to tell a quick story about him. Yeah. Left a lot of people. Um, I was watching um, a documentary on... Uh, the Rebbe who, um, let's see, Rabbi, I forget his, uh, (laughs) this is embarrassing, but the Rebbe founded Chabad and um, great, great leader, great, beautiful, beautiful soul. And this woman came to him and all these people would always come to him. He'd give them a dollar. It was his like way of just constantly giving and give a dollar, give a dollar. Every pe- people line up, you just give them a dollar, give them a dollar and bless them all. And this woman said she was from Austria. And he said, Oh, do you know my, I mean, thousands of people would see him all the time. And he would ask where they're from and give them a dollar. He said, Oh, do you know my friend, Victor Frankel? And she says, Oh, I've, I've heard of Dr. Frankel. And he says, I have a message for you to give to him. So he writes down a message on a piece of paper and gives it to her. And she'd never met him. She knew who he was. He still lived in Austria. And so she travels back. And this is in the documentary of the Rebbe's life. It's really cool. And they intertwine Victor Frankel's story with with, uh, the Rebbe. And she knocks on the door. And this woman woman answers. And she says, "Uh, hello. She says, hi, is uh, Dr. Frankel home? And she says, one moment and goes, closes the door and Victor Frankel comes to the door and she said, he's like, hello. And he said, she says, um, Dr. Frankel, I just met with the Rebbe in New York and he sends a message to you. And he, she gives him the message, excuse me, children now, she gives them this piece of paper and it said, don't give up three words. Don't give up. And he said, he starts choking up and she says come in come in and she enters this apartment or house wherever he was and there they had packed up everything the next day he was going to move to australia he had yet to write man's search for meaning he was ostracized because the psychologist the, the he was a psychiatrist he was the lead psychiatrist at the university of vienna but the psych psychology community went freud who was his and didn't and basically the logos therapy he had developed they they shunned and he said, don't give up. And he started crying. And from that place, he stayed and wrote Man's Search for Meaning. Wow. Wow. What a cool Isn't story. That I have chills just like talk about the earth and the wow. world and the timing and messaging and a, timing is alignment. everything, right? Talk about alignment. Yeah. Yeah. Um, That's, it's just one of, it gives me chills. And events. Yes. Yeah. That was a huge domino bang. Yep. Yep. Wow. Hey, it's the coolest. I stuff. love stuff like that. Don't you love that stuff? I love, I love it. it. I yeah. love it. It is so cool. There's all these stories. I I, I um, gave wow. a keynote 
pay, you know, paid very well to give this keynote talk at the uh, HR PSMI, which is like the HR professionals, big gathering, all these people. And I gave this beautiful keynote talk and it was about the ripple effect that you make in your companies that you don't know who the next great person will be. And I gave this whole story of, um, I gave this whole story of this second generation slave owner and more than a slave owner, he was a slave trader and he would take ships down to West Africa and he would buy slaves and he would bring them back up to the British empire and sell these slaves. And one day his ship capsized and he was rescued by another slave ship, a slave trader, a white British man. But because slavery knew no color, that slave owner of the other ship, because he was his competitor, he became a slave on that man's ship. And that the slave owner that rescued, or the, yeah, the slave trader that rescued the man in the water sold him as a slave to the Africans of West Africa. And so he became a slave of this tribe and the tribe took care of him. He got really sick and they took care of him and they tended him back to life. And so that man's father eventually came to West Africa and rescued him and got him out, paid his, paid his fees, brought him back. And it radically changed this young man's life. Young man, maybe he's in his thirties. I don't remember how old he was, but he became a Christian preacher. He had rejected religion. In fact, it was a dictate on his ships that no crew member can bring religion or the narrative of religion on that ship. And he becomes a preacher in a little stone church in London the rest of his life. And a little boy, this is the most incredible, like talk about domino effects. This little boy sits in his church and grows up listening to this man. And the little boy's name was William Wilberforce, who ended up being the, the lead abolitionist voice in Great Britain, who was best friends with William Pitt Jr. And William Pitt Sr. was the prime minister at the time when the little boys were sitting in this church. We named Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania after William Pitt. And William Pitt Jr. and William Wilberforce were the leading abolitionist voices in all of Great Britain. And that man who was a slave trader, his name was John Newton, and he wrote the song Amazing Grace. Amazing Grace. I love the Amazing Grace story. Isn't that incredible? So, wow. You never know. So, John Newton changed. He just shares this message. This little boy hears this message. He rises to prominence in the British uh, parliament, speaks about the evil. That stops the British slave trade. The ripple effect, the time. So I gave this talk. Wow, sounds fascinating. It was a great talk. And they said it was very offensive because I talked about slavery. And I said, wow, you guys do not get it. Can't talk about history, you know. Yeah, don't talk about history. You guys don't get it, but. Anyway, just, I love these stories of, wow. Yeah. Someone not said something, this would not happen. If someone, yeah. Listened, everything. Yeah. Everything. Everything, everything is, I mean, mm. yeah, that's, that's alignment in alignment. Alignment. <laughs> alignment. That's moving by being, you're being led. That's how you, that's how we're yes. led, right? Yes. By our souls. Yes. By impulse. Mm. Impulse. Well, you don't even think, you don't even really, you don't think about it. You just do it. Mm. How many of those have you had? Many. Me too. Love those. You don't question it. You just do it. And it just falls, just unfolds for you. Yes. You just kind of guide it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. 
Even how we meet, even how you and I met. Yeah. That's alignment. Absolutely. I mean, like, it's amazing. Well, yeah. And, And this is, these are few and far between, but really important. I had a client, um, the other night, uh, I had not seen him, uh, anywhere. Didn't know who he was. Of course, I don't know most of them, but, um, I didn't even know he had a, um, uh, I don't know. Is it right to say a foreign name? I couldn't pronounce his name. It was beautiful, but I couldn't pronounce his name. Um, so I didn't know if it was a woman or a man had no idea until I saw him. And so, and as soon as the picture came up, we connected right away. Mm. And I said, Oh, welcome. You know, the first thing I said was, how did you find us? And he looked at me and he said, I have no idea. (laughs) That's so cool. And I knew what he meant. And I said, Oh, you got to tell me the story now. And he said, I have no idea. He said, I never listened to podcasts. Mm. I never, he said, but he's a coach. He's a coach, a healing coach. And he said, I got on YouTube to find something and your thing popped up. It was almost as if it popped up right in my face. Wow. So I listened to it. Then I listened to another one and another one. Then I bought the books. Then I scheduled. He said, I just knew I was supposed to be here. And that whole, it was so obvious. Mm. It was so obvious because we talked about the evolution graphs. Mm. In fact, it was the day after I introduced that with you. Wow. With those graphs. And yeah, he was. He said, can I use these in my, absolutely. Yes. That's why we give them. That's why we give them out there. Make it your own, make, you know, wow. here's the concept, make it into your own. And, you know, and he was fascinated because seeing it from how he could use Joseph's message on, on his own clients mm. or in his own groups. Mm. That's And he said, there's no question that Joseph brought me here. There's no question. He knew. You know, it's that stuff all the time. They're directing from up there and we just fall in place. Yes. Yeah. I love it. It's so, it's so beautiful. It's so beautiful. It takes a lot of pressure off the the current human aspect, Yeah, but it takes a lot of trust, right? Because we're not used to trusting. Yes, it does. Intention, focus, expectation. Yeah. And, you know, a lot of people say, um, you should never expect anything and you'll never be let down. Yeah. But if you expect the universal laws to work, you can ever, you can't ever be let down. Because yeah, they always work exactly how they work. They're consistent. Yep. They always work. Gravity. I mean, work. it's the expectation of gravity working. Yes. That's the expectation they're saying. Yes. Expect that the law of attraction will work and that will put you in a place of not only alignment, but um, intend, intended focus, which is unwavering. There's no, well, what if it, as soon as you do that, you step out of, out of that alignment, you step off the track. Well, as everyone's you- living the law of attraction right now. <laughs> I mean, right. because they're, that is, it's, it's a law. Yeah. Oh, this is so, this is so good. I, um, I'm just really thankful for you. And I'm really thankful. I'm so grateful. I love these. It's so awesome. And this is people. It's like, we're having a, it's like many of us are having this conversation right now. We're just listening and just diving. You know what I thought about um, the other day? Sorry, I cut you off. No, go, go. You know, I don't, I don't talk from like three, three o'clock on Friday until we meet on Saturday. I don't talk to anybody. So when I finally get to you, I just throw up all over you. I love it. (laughs) (laughs) 
But what do you think about this? What do you think about maybe inviting two or three people to ask questions so we can host like the little group? That would be awesome. And record it. I would love Wouldn't that. Wouldn't that be fun? Yes. Yes. They told me to kind of bring that up. Um, I don't know, a few days ago, we were thinking about where we I was thinking about, like they put it in there and said, but let's, let's do this. Let people talk about these things. Mm. You bring such an, a beautiful um, biblical perspective mm. to this. And it's easy to, um, we will at some point be doing, well, it's starting, it's starting to come out already, but we will be giving the evolved version of most of that mm. in some form or another. And they're doing it now. Gives me chills. Yep. Yeah. Gives me so, uh, chills. Because we have to, we have to, you know, we, yep. we, we have to um, move the collective forward. And that's by offering a new perspective. And the people that take the Bible literally and don't translate it into the current, even the current vibration, mm. you know, doing themselves a disservice. It doesn't mean that the, every single message in the Bible isn't eternal. It, yeah. They are yeah. beautiful, yeah. but it's time for them to evolve too. We must evolve it as we evolve or evolve it with us or leave it behind. Yeah. And it's not necessary to leave it behind. Right. Beautiful universal teachings in there. Yes. And since then, so many teachers and we're just moving forward. So I think it's a really nice mix. It could be really fun conversation. That would be beautiful. So anyone listening, oh well, yeah, I'll, I'll promote it this week. I'll promote it to who wants okay. to join us for a Q and a like what? Yeah. I'll promote yeah. it. You pick, you pick okay. whoever it is, however you want to do it. Okay. You know, first, first three. I mean, I was thinking of the setup on the screen. Cause I, you know, when there's too many people, I think even, even two people, you make the call, okay. but I think when there's too many, we, nobody can ever talk really. Right. You know, it gets like somebody say something, then everybody says something and you go, right. ah. <laughs> so you're going to have to moderate the whole thing. You have that experience. Wow, but it would be really wow. fun. Yeah. That sounds amazing. Yeah. Let's that do it. Amazing. Um, thank you. Oh, I'm so grateful to you. I love this. Yeah, it is so fun. I love this. And thank you, beautiful wife for me for uh, giving up you on a Saturday after on Saturday afternoon. We're going to do it next Saturday too. Yep. We'll do it next Saturday. It's awesome. She's I'm excited. I can't wait to talk to her. She just got done with a breath work session or she might still be in it, but uh, I'm excited to hear how that goes. Yeah. That'll be beautiful. Yeah, That'll be beautiful. God, this is so much fun. Thank you. This is going to get fun. I think we have, (laughs) I really think we have this great purpose. Yes. I really do. And it's gentle, but it's strong, you know? Yeah. Like, I mean, it's powerful. You be gentle without being strong, probably not. Yes. Take strength to be. Well, strength is in alignment. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Strength is in alignment, and so is uh, softness. Yes, that's right. Because when strength is based in love, I mean, we're talking about the strength of a Trump. Yes, that's right. That's right. Wow. A lot of love in there. I can't wait for the movie to, <laughs> I can't wait for it. It's so I good. I love you. Thank you. And I will talk to you. Thank next you. Time. All right. I'll see you next Saturday. Alignment, 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 brothers and sisters, alignment. In the coming weeks, I'm going to do, I'm going to do some episodes about prophecy. Um, I'm going to do a episode about prophecy. An episode about prophecy. <laughs> um, 
here coming up because I think it's incredibly important. There are going to be events that take place that will scare people. And the division has already taken place. You are either on the side of fear or on the side of love. However, those two will be merging into one. And that's where fear, most likely on both sides, will increase. And that's why we must remain grounded, aligned to our higher self, walk in love, breathe in love, because the sufferings of this present world are not compared are not to be compared to the beauty that is coming. And it is coming. It is coming, brothers and sisters. So I bless you all. I love you all. I'm Lucas Mack. This is the Golden Rule Revolution. And I'll talk to you on the next episode. Thank you, brothers and sisters, for listening. For support in your journey, go to my website, lucasmack.com. <laughs>